Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the ability to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike Lepre, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 91 of Screwball. We are moving on with our all-time franchises uh, lists. Last, uh, I'm sorry, last episode, two weeks ago, we listed our all-time AL East teams. And as uh, if you've already noticed, if you're a long-time listener or uh, have been listening the last few weeks, uh, we have been skipping every week and doing every other week to do these lists. Um so for the uninitiated, if this is your first time listening, this is not how usually the podcast goes, um, but we've been doing kind of a, uh, you know, this all-time list for each division while the offseason is kind of moving on here, and while we're in a lockout, there's not much going on, truthfully. So this is our second episode of this. We're doing the AL Central this week. We did the AL East last week. Um, so we are going to kick off with White Sox and then move into the Indians, move into the Tigers, move into the Royals, and then finally the Twins. So, as we did last week, we're going to list uh, all nine positions. We're going to do a uh, catcher through uh, all three outfield positions, do a DH, list a, a pitching staff, a starting pitching staff, five guys, some relievers, and then some honorable mentions, uh, and who really who were the best uh, guys that ever played each position for a team. Uh, so, let's start off, like I said, with the White Sox. We are going to start with the catching position, uh, where I have put as the all-time best catcher in the White Sox franchise, Carlton Fisk. Then at first base, I have Paul Konerko. Second base, I have Eddie Collins. Third base, Robin Ventura. Shortstop, Luke Appling. And my three outfield positions are Minnie Minoso, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and Fielder Jones. And for the DH, no surprise, I have Frank Thomas. Uh, As for the starting pitching rotation, I have Red Faber, Ted Lyons, Ed Walsh, Mark Burley, and Chris Sale. For the two relieving positions, I have Bobby Thigpen and Bobby Jenks. And just some honorable mentions I have here. I have A.J. Przinsky, Nellie Fox, Luis Aparicio, Harold Baines, Hoyt Wilhelm, and of course, Ray Schalk. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have him in there. Sure, sure. So that's my all-time White Sox list. Um, Some big names there. I think definitely a a long-time franchise here. So I mean, no one really too, uh, uh, no one really too surprising out of the White Sox. I mean, it's cool to have Shoeless Joe get some recognition from someone because the Hall of Fame doesn't like to. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my White Sox list. I don't know who you got uh, there, who you got different, and you know, yeah, yeah, some I other know. guys. A lot of these guys are similar, but you know, obviously these franchises um, are a little deeper throughout the division than last episode. Last episode, obviously with the Rays, a little shallow with the player pool, and even kind of Toronto a little bit. These franchises are a little deeper in, yeah. in the baseball history. But um, start off with catcher. I got Sturm Lohler. Uh, first base, Paul Konerko. Come on. Sure. Uh, really should be Hall of Fame bound, Paul Konerko. But off the ballot, first first ballot uh, a couple years back is pretty uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, second base, Eddie Collins. Third base, Robin Ventura. Kind of surprised. You know, you look at his stats, he looked pretty good. But then, like, you think about Robin Ventura, you're like, eh, yeah, I don't know. That's how I felt. I was but, like, there's got to be someone else. I the stats, and I'm like, oh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. More than just getting punched in the head that's, by Noel Ryan, right? That's all I thought. Or his college hate streak. Oh, yeah, right, right. Or his Mets days. 
I think he played with the Nets, Mets one year and the Yankees one year, and that was always kind of a mess. Right, right. Um, shortstop, Luke Applin. Can't go wrong there. Outfield, Shoeless Joe. Manny Minoso, who might still be playing, I feel like. Yeah, he played like 50 years. Manny yeah. Minoso, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Harold Baines, just got in the Hall of Fame recently, a couple years ago. Yep. DH, um, Frank Thomas, big hurt. Yep. So, on a pitch-wise, Ed Walsh, like you mentioned. He was unbelievable. Uh, Red Faber, Ted Lyons, Mark Burley. You know, he was, you know, really great. Oh, for, yeah. For not really having the overpowering stuff and just – he was a really great pitcher for them. Mm. Um, the last one, Wilbur Wood. Mm. Um, and then in the, the bullpen-wise, uh, I got Bobby Thigpen and Hoyt Wilhelm. Who, uh, Hoyt Wilhelm pitched forever. I think he pitched till he was 49 years old. I don't think he became a he was rookie year. I think he was like 28 or 29, and then he pitched till he was like 49, I think. Jesus. Yeah, so he had a hell of a career, really. Mm. Um, some honorable mentions. Here's a guy that... <laughs> I end up really kind of liking him a little bit, but I hated him as a little kid playing in like MLB baseball games. He had the crazy hair, and then he went bald. Mm. And that's Maglio Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> he had a really pretty good career. Mm. Um, Nelly Fox, George Davis, go look him up. Everybody went over this this year, months and months ago. George Davis, his stats, ridiculous. Right. Louis Aparicio, pitching-wise, uh, Blackjack, Jack McDowell. Yep. And relief pitcher Bobby Jenks. I think he's like one of the top two or three in saves to the White Sox, if not number one. Yeah, he's so up there. To mention, even though he had a kind of shortened career. But just kind of, you know, kind of remember he was there for the World Series as well. So Yeah, you don't really think Bobby Jenks. It's like, oh, okay. You know, he yeah. doesn't immediately pop in your head. So yeah. So those are <clears throat> some of my guys for, for a White Sox franchise. It's been around forever. Had some real big players. But again, some gaps in their franchise history, if you go look. Early on, of course. Black Sox scandal and stuff like that. They've had some real good players there. Then they had a really long period of time where they were kind of not really that great until kind of maybe the 70s and they started getting, you know, you know, remember the Disco Nine and the shorts yeah. and stuff, but they had good players then. But they went a long period kind of really not much. Right, right. So, But obviously um, a staple in baseball's history, really. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's, a, lot, there's... a lot of these players, I mean, they're, they're all-time greats. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, just between, you know, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson – for his really could have could have been a longer career, but you know, yeah. um, you got him, Frank Thomas, Minnie Minoso, Luke Appling, Paul Konerko. I mean, Ed Walsh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got some names there. Yeah. So uh, definitely nothing to sneeze at, and even guys like uh, like Eddie Collins that kind of time kind of forgets were uh, were great players. So at a light position at the time, or all right. kinds of light position. Right. So. so you know they they you know the White Sox been around a while had some. Definitely some ups and downs, um, but uh, got a good franchise team here, really, overall. So, moving on from them, we have the Cleveland Indians, uh, another team that just yeah. really... The Cleveland Indians slash Guardians. Right, right. Thank you Excuse me. Yeah, excuse um, me French. That was when I was looking up research for this, uh, when I was looking up uh, each position, like who were their top members in each position, it, every list said the Guardians. They've already, like, retconned the Indians, even on on the internet stuff, so I was like... Well, sure, you got rid of players' profile pictures, too, so you might as well switch, you know, the team names. So. Yeah, yeah. And not, it wasn't even, like, Indians slash Guardians. Like, it was a, you know, they were previously the uh, whatever. But, um, so, for them, uh, starting, again, with the catching position, uh, their all-time team, I have catching Carlos Santana. First base, Hal Trotsky. Second base, Nap Lajoie. Third base, Miguel Cabrera. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> third base, Al Rosen. Uh, shortstop, Omar Vizquel. Uh, my outfield consists of Albert Bell, uh, Tris Speaker, Kenny Lofton, and at DH I have Jim Tomey. 
then as far as my starting pitchers, I have uh, Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, Early Wynn, Epa Rixie, and Corey Kluber. As far as my two relievers, I have Cody Allen and Doug Jones. And my honorable mentions consist of Travis Hafner, yeah. Steve O'Neill, Larry Doby, Buddy Bell, uh, Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor, and Andrew Miller are my honorable mentions. So the honorable mentions are more like uh, more recent guys, I'd say, um, with you know, being Jose Ramirez, Lindor, and yeah. Andrew Miller. A little bit more shorter tenures. I don't know, Jose Ramirez looks like he might be there a long time, but yeah. a little shorter tenures, it looks like, but impactful. Three, oh, four yeah. Year career. yeah. So, like Andrew Miller was there for three years, but I mean, you go look at his his three years there, and they're, you know, impactful. Look, they got to the World Series with him. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, it makes sense. Um, I do try looking at more of a longer tenure, mm-hmm. but again, if you're going to go with names, shorter tenure, you look at their stats, mm-hmm. those guys make sense for the Indians for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, there's, there's, that's, you know, quite a team. And even with more recent guys, you could put in honorable mentions. It's <laughs> like they're, even though, you know, the World Series drought, they're they're people they put on the field the players they put on the field you know over the years have been just awesome so I think there were another one I think if you go look back they had a span there where they were kind of empty you go look maybe 50s and 60s you don't really remember you can't think much about the Indians you know Mm. then you go look and then like 80s came around and they started getting some of these guys and then they really kind of been pretty good right right so yeah absolutely um, some guys I got here a lot of them are the same obviously Carl Santana um, a catcher first base Jim Tomey Second base, Nat Lajway. Third base, Al Rosen. Shortstop, Lou Bourdieu. Or Blue Drow. I don't always forget his name wrong, yeah, so yeah. that's great. Um, outfield, Albert Bell. Can't go wrong there. Go look at his 10 years. First 10-year span. I mean, unbelievable number. Wasn't for the hip injury. Yeah. And just being dominantly hated by everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> have a great career. Um, Trish Speaker. Manny Ramirez. Um, his years there were phenomenal. Hmm. Um, pre-steroids, I believe, there. It's yeah, a little safer, I to say so, that. D.H. Larry Doby, starting pitcher Bob Feller. I mean, mm. didn't go to the war. The stats he would have put up. Right, right. Uh, next one, Stan Kowaleski, Bob Lemon, early win. Great name, too, early win. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, Addy Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh. Josh, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. He pitched forever ago. Great yeah. pitcher. Relief pitcher Doug Jones. Another one, Jose Mesa. I know he uh memorable for the 97 World Series. Edgar Renteria, line driver over the middle. Let's be honest, his couple of years with the Indians were phenomenal. Without him, you're probably not getting to the World Series. Right. They really weren't a pitching team in the 90s. Mm-hmm. They just smashed the ball. You had a guy that was pretty locked down at the back. Mm-hmm. Give him a lead the last three three to six outs, and you're winning the game. Right, right. So, um, some honorable mentions here. Uh, Rocky Calavito, Kenny Lofton, Travis Hafner, Victor Martinez, great career, mm-hmm. especially because almost half it, if not half it, was at the catcher position. So great career switch hitter, Corey Kluber, and Eric Plunk. Those some honorable mention bench, however you want to consider them. But there's right. some guys throughout there. So we had a lot of the same players. Yeah, I, well, I feel like this is a team that kind of has like, not that it's fully loaded with you know, with all time guys, but I feel like there's kind of there's standout guys. Yeah, two or three different guys in the whole list usually, and that's about it. Right. Yeah. You'll you'll see with some of these. Uh, Especially the next team, uh, there's kind of standout guys that kind of are, you know, staples of a franchise team. So there's some there's some names that just aren't going to change unless someone really you know steps in within the next few years here. But yeah, but no, I think that they the Cleveland Indians kind of stack up really high in this division as far as an all time team. So especially like old old, 
you know, guys like Nat Blagway kind of stick out to speaker. So shows how storied the, uh, the franchise is. And like you said, kind of prior to us doing this, like just the, the division as a whole kind of, as opposed to the AL East, all five of them really have something going on. So moving on to the third team, the Tigers, uh, starting out again, like we do with the other two teams, uh, the catching position, Billy Freehan at first base, Miguel Cabrera, second base, Charlie Garinger. I did, by the way, I did see someone put uh, Miguel Cabrera at third as an all-time Tigers third baseman, which I thought was incredible. Um, uh, he played there, sure, but yeah, you know, that's I the just, thing. That's, yeah, it's, just, it's hard to kind of place him because he's kind of been around those positions and not really great defensively at those positions. So. Right, yeah, I, I just couldn't. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get third, it, but Third no. base, no. I don't yeah. like third base. If you want to put him at first base, that that's, makes more sense. Right. Uh, so, so third base, George Kell. Shortstop, uh, Alan Trammell. Alan Trammell, Alan Trammell. I always forget how they pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah, hear it a thousand ways. Yeah. Uh, outfield, I have Hank Greenberg, Ty Cobb, and Al Kaline. Pretty good outfield there. Sure. Uh, DH, I have Harry, uh, Harry Heilman. Uh, in the starting pitching staff, I have Hal Newhauser, Justin Verlander, Jack Morris, Tommy Bridges, and Denny McLean. As far as the relievers, I have Willie Hernandez and John Hiller. And my honorable mentions are Lou Whitaker, Kirk Gibson, Sam Crawford, Bobby Veach and Norm Cash are my honorable mentions for the team. So again, another kind of standout franchise for the sure, Tigers. Um, sure. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, especially in the outfield, there's some all-time names there. So yeah, the Tigers are, are a legendary franchise. Again, I know you say you can say it about every franchise, but there's some larger gaps in years. Is the thing not just like oh, it was five or six years, or they weren't that good, or you know, you're talking 10, 12, 15 years where there's 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 really gaps. Of, yeah. of real solid talent or being real competitive. Right. Um, I think the Tigers do kind of run into some of that, but for the most part, they were kind of always pretty competitive. Some guys I got here, uh, catcher Bill Freehand, first base Greenberg, second base Charlie uh, Garinger, then you got uh, George Kale at third, Alan Trammell at short, <clears throat> Ty Cobb, of course, Al Kaline, Harry Heilman in the outfield is my three outfielders. Um, DH, I put Miggy. In fact, that makes the most sense out of his kind of time there. Right. Uh, starting pitchers, Hal, Hal, Hal Newhauser, uh, Mickey Lulich, Jack Morse, Justin Verlander, and Tommy Bridges. Relief pitcher, Willie Hernandez, and John Hiller. And some honorable mentions slash bench guys here. I got Lou Whitaker, Kirk Gibson, Bill Veach, Willie Horton, Dizzy Trout, and Mike Heineman. Those okay. Some honorable mentions slash bench guys. Yeah. You know, again, I, th- I actually think the starting pitching staff is pretty pretty damn good with Hal Newhouser, Verlander, and Jack Morris, just to okay. name a few. Some, um, those are some winning guys. You got, you know, Jack Morris, he just won all the time. <laughs> when you needed someone to win, he was going to win. And you got Verlander, um, and then Hal Newhouser. I mean, geez. Yeah, so I th- I'd say that the Tigers have a pretty uh, pretty complete team here. Even... Well, then you got probably the greatest leadoff hitter you're ever going to have, Ty Cobb, right? Yeah, yeah. And you got Al Kaline right there, and Miggy. And then, and... and then you have a triple crown winner, and... You know, that's Al Trammell, you mm. know, an offensive shortstop, really. If you look yeah, at underrated guy, too. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a really good team. You get Kirk, Kirk Bibbs, uh, Gibson essentially coming off the bench. I mean, we've seen that once, right? Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, right? And I think that was a younger Kirk Gibson when he was here, too, sure. with the Tigers. So. He went back there, I think, for a year or two, too, at the end of his career. Oh, did he? But, I mean, you know, we know how he comes off the bench, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I sure knows. So. <laughs> yeah, he remembers. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, that's a great that's a great franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it when I was making the list, it stood out uh, quite a bit. Not that not to say that the other ones don't have names, but I just thought that uh, 
you know, this team, I don't know, stood out to me. Just got some really all-time guys on there. Oh, yeah, they're going to be good again, too, soon, which is good for the Tigers in that city. Oh, they, yeah. They need winning teams more than anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's a you know big market over there in Detroit. So, you know, they acquired uh, – <clears throat> we'll get into it, you know, in future episodes. They, they got Javier Baez now, so that might show signs of something in the future. So, we'll see. A lot of those teams, I think, in that city are going to get good at the same time. Because they're all bad. At the I was going to say, yeah, they were all bad. So and Detroit Red, Red Wings, the Lions, I think are going to eventually get better here. Tigers are really close, and the Pistons, I, you know, that was, I don't know. <laughs> Pistons are the ones that I really don't know. But I think the Red Wings and uh, Tigers are probably maybe a bit closer. Probably. And the Lions are a couple years away, but they'll be good soon. Yeah. So Detroit fans, hang in there a couple more times. Yeah, hang in there just for Tigers. The... Definitely really close. Yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. next year or the year after, they could, they're, you know playoff contention and maybe deeper in the playoffs. Yeah, and even the Red Wings have a above 500 record, so um, yeah. you take it after the last few years. Especially they were there 50 years, so, you know, come on. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You take some off years. So. Um, but moving on from the Tigers, the next team we're doing is the Royals. Um, another team that actually kind of surprised me uh, for a team that only won, what, two World Series? I mean, you know, they got some they got some good teams here in everything, you know, hitting, pitching, everything. Um, so to start off again with the catching position, uh, all-time catcher Salvador Perez. Uh, at first base, you have Mike Sweeney. At second base, my co-host, you have Frank White. Sure. He played for the Royals. Uh, unbelievable. I don't know how that happened. It was great. Too. <laughs> Number retired. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know. I don't know how I missed that, but yeah, um, <clears throat> that happens. Yeah. Uh, third base, I have George Brett. Uh, shortstop. Uh, I actually changed this upon hearing your list because it made way more sense to me. Uh, Alcides Escobar. Yeah. I actually threw in there. He had a good um, there. Yeah, I looked up the stats. I was like, you know, his stats were actually, you know, and it's for, a weaker position for this franchise. Oh yeah, yeah. Honest, but I thought that the the time he was there, he was good, and he got him a World Series. So out of the two, you know, and the other guy you could put there was a World Series winner too. I believe when they were there in the seventies <clears> and eighties, right? But uh, I think so. Yeah, his, his yeah. numbers weren't quite. He was more the de- he was really good defensively. Let's. Okay, yeah, kind of par for the course back then. You know, having a good defensive shortstop. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the. Yeah, shortstop I had LCS Escobar. In my the outfield positions, I have Alex Gordon, Johnny Damon, and Carlos Beltran. And then DHing, I have Hal McCray. For the starting pitchers, I have Brett Saberhagen, Kevin Apier, uh, Dennis Leonard, Mark Gub- Gubitza. I hope I'm saying his name right, something like that. Gubitza. And then uh, Zach Granke. And for my two relieving, uh, the relief core, I have Dan Quisenberry and Greg Holland. Some honorable mentions, I have Eric Hosmer, uh, John Mayberry, Whit Merrifield, Lorenzo Cain, Wade Davis, and Willie Wilson. So again, you know, just kind of some uh, even more recent names, because obviously the, the team that won the World Series and were kind of was really good around that time, you, you had a really good core there. So uh, for a team that for a lot of years, especially early 2000s, late 90s, really stunk, um, yeah, real you know, bad. when they come back and they have this this core of a team like Eric Hosmer, Salvador Perez, and like this this really good team floating around. Um, they become the all-time names. So there's a lot of more recent names on here, but also a mix of the, the 85 team or whatever year it was they won, like a George Brett and a Frank White and, and you know, those kind of guys. So, yeah. so they've uh, you know, for a team that has its, that's had its stretches, um, pretty good team overall for, for a franchise, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And we, again, we have a lot of similar names. This is how these lists go. But, um, you know, for me, I got catcher Salvador Perez, first base Mike Sweeney, one of Mike's favorite guys. Sure. Uh, second base Frank White, of course. Third base, George Brett. Shortstop, Asidas Escobar. Um, outfield, Amos Otis. Outfield, Willie Wilson. 
last outfit like a Bo Jackson. I mm-hmm. know he doesn't really kind of fit too much in my criteria of longevity, but he did play majority of his career with the Royals and his impact in sports. And when he was on the field for baseball and football, it was must must see TV. Sure, so I put absolutely. Him in there. Um, and the highlights he gave us in the short period of time were remarkable. Um, oh my God, yeah. So uh, DH Hal McRae, oh, tough guy. Um, absolutely, and hated just hated the Yankees. Just hated the Yankees and uh, um, Greg Nettles, right? Hate each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, pitcher, uh, Brett Saberhagen, Kevin Apier, Mark Gabitska. Yeah, however you say his name. Uh, Larry Gura, Charlie Liebrandt, mm-hmm. Relief, Dan Quisenberry, and Jeff Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And some bench honorable mention guys, John Mayberry, Alex Gordon, Cookie Rojas, Danny Tartable, Zach Greinke, and Greg Holland. I did leave Damon off. I feel like he had some years too with the Red Sox and Yankees more kind of memorable years mm. he probably could fit on this list Beltran just don't think he had as many years with the Royals and he did have some really good years with the Mets right right so I feel like maybe he can kind of go on there and just I don't know longevity just didn't feel right 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 um, and you don't think of Beltran as a Royal maybe mm. Damien a little bit Beltran you don't really think of as a Royal that's kind of why yeah. I left him, left well, him I, off yeah I'd say you, actually neither of them you, you really throw in like Damon you probably throw more in the Red Sox camp and Beltron you probably throw in the Met camp yeah and, and Beltron Damon I think you could maybe fit because he did have some years you know he did play pretty long yeah Damon there. stats I thought uh fit pretty well uh, to be able to slot him in uh yeah. Beltron was a stretch admittedly um but I His did like were just great. I was gonna say he was good while he was there so that's all I was like you know what what the hell right that was he came up as a rookie there right that's where he he got his yeah. start yeah a lot of guys get there you know him Damon Granky you know Guys like that, Salvador Perez. So, yeah. uh, guys get their you know, real start with the Royals. And then, you know, when they hit their, you know, the Royals have had some bad years, so they end up moving on. But, you know, again, just a, a good a good franchise overall, even with even with just, uh, you know, I guess when they're good, they're good. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, but moving on to the Minnesota Twins, the fifth and final team in this division. Starting again with the catching position, we have uh, really an all-time great, Twin in general, Joe Maurer. Uh, at first base, I have Kent uh, Herbeck. Second base, Rod Carew. Third base, uh, Gary Gaetti. Shortstop, George McBride. In the outfield, I have Harmon Killebrew, Kirby Puckett, and Sam Rice. At the DH position, I have Tony Oliva. And then for my starting pitching core, a really good one here, uh, you have Walter Johnson, uh, Burt Blylevin, Johan Santana, Dutch Leonard, and Frank Viola. As for the relieving core, I have Joe Nathan and Rick Aguilera. And my honorable mentions consist of Justin Morneau, Joe Cronin, Tori Hunter, Glenn Perkins, Goose Gosselin, and Brian Dozier. So, uh, again, the, the fifth and final team we're listing here, but uh, not necessarily the the last team. Um, the pitching is just insane. Um, I think that might be one of the better rotations you'll see in this, uh, in this <laughs> list. And the... Offense is really nothing to sneeze at. You got some, I mean, just between Joe Maurer and Rod Crew, you got all the hits. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got all the singles. So, and then you got Harmon Killebrew coming up and, and smashing the ball. So, yeah. um, you know, you're looking pretty good with this team, even compared to all the other teams in the division. So, you know, Twins have had, again, have had a great long franchise. So, a lot to like there. Yeah, going back to Senators. Yeah. I mean, it's a franchise that's, that's built with some super talent. Um, so to get into it, like like you mentioned, a lot of these guys already. Joe Maurer, catcher, first base Harmon Killebrew, uh, second base Rod Carew, uh, one of the greatest pure hitters of all time. 
Uh, third base, Gary Gaetti. Shortstop, George McBride. Outfield, Kirby Puckett. I mean, sheer, his career cut short uh, due to eye problems, but still had a great career, great career. Uh, plexiglass catch is awesome. Too. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next outfield, Tony Oliva. I believe he's just got in the Hall of Fame, right? I think so, yeah. It doesn't have Tony Oliva, yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, other outfield, Torrey Hunter. I mean, go look at his his career there and, and the moments he had, the, you know, the All-Star game. With Barry Bonds? Yeah, the All-Star game robbed the home run and uh, the big moments he's had there and just the way he covered ground out there was remarkable. Mm. Um, DH, uh, Ken Herbeck. Pitching-wise, Walter Johnson. I mean, there you go. Yeah. You know, considered, what, second greatest pitcher of all time. Yeah. So Sometimes first. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say. Young's kind of hard to take out of that first spot. But, you know, he's, he's like, I mean, worst case, he's top three of all time. I was going to say, all yeah. time people who've ever grabbed that ball and stepped on the mound, he's at least top three. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah, he's up there for sure. Um, no doubt. Second, Big Burt. Mm. Burt Bly 11. He was great. Yeah. He through hard at times. He had a little junk, switched things around. He was a crazy guy in the locker room. You'll hear some of the stories and crap he did with some, some of his teammates. He was just nuts there. <laughs> he had a uh, next guy, Johan Santana. His, his uh, career was cut short, but his time with the twins was remarkable. Hmm. Um, next one, Brad Radke and last starting pitcher, Camilio Pasquale. Okay. Pasquale. Um, relievers, Joe Nathan and Rick uh, Aguilia. Aguilia. You know, yeah, I can't. I don't really know how to say his name correctly, but that's where we're at. <laughs> Some honorable mentions slash bench guys: Cecil Travis, Justin Morneau had a great career. Mm. Um, Sam Rice, Goose Gosling, not not Phil Gosling, Goose Gosling. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure everyone's on the same page there. Yeah. Uh, Frank Viola and Furpo Marbury. So those are some guys I got um, thrown on this list here for the Twins, and they again they do have um, a deeper uh, franchise um, in history. Of course, they have their gaps, too. They're not really the biggest of winning franchises. Right. But not short on talent at all. No, I mean, that sometimes, I'd say, in general, with this division is a common theme of, of long stretches of, of, you know, being really good and then not being good and being without a World Series. White Sox went forever without a World Series. Indians are still on that streak. You know, Twins, it's been, it's going on, I think, 30 years. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to be close to that. Tigers, um, you know, I, I, they've been there in the within the last like 15 years. They've been there a lot, um, and they had a really good team not too long ago. Royals have two, but they had their stretch uh, of time missing. So, you know, that's that's kind of the, the theme here is that all these teams have had a. I think all five franchises have been really uh, blessed with some great players, some great teams, but they've also been, uh, you know, they've gone through the ringer on some teams and you can see this year, particular 2021 season, you know, they, it was a pretty mediocre division all told, um, you know, the white Sox were the clear runaway team and the rest were kind of, um, mediocre to bad really. So, you know, it's kind of the theme I would say here is that they all, you know, have their time in the spotlight, but then they have their time away from the spotlight for sure. So, but again, I mean, you look at all these teams, there's something to like everywhere. Uh, the White Sox, uh, you've got a great mix of everything. Indians have great, great hitting. Um, you know, the Royals have a uh, great pitching staff, believe it or not, and some really heavy hitters in the lineup. Uh, Tigers, you really like the pitching staff. Um, and between, you know, Ty Cobb, Al Kaline, and Hank Greenberg, and even Miggy, you know, you like your offense. 
Um, and then you look at the Twins. I mean, the Twins pitching staff is unfreaking believable. And then you're going to get some nice offense out of those guys. So there's not really a team like like we talked about last week, the Rays, where you're kind of like, well, you know, are they going to keep up with a franchise team like the Yankees and Red Sox? Probably not. No. But all these teams are are like if you were to do like a, a head head to head, almost like a tournament competition type thing. It's hard to say who would really be the team out yeah, of all these five. It almost makes you feel like they're the perfect five teams to be in a division together. Yeah, exactly. There's so. always going to be like two of them pretty good. There's always going to be one that's decent, and then there's always going to be a, you know two right. teams that aren't that great, mm. and they just kind of cycle through. And they have good talent, and they don't have a bunch of big money guys. They don't, you know, and they just kind of they fit all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a good good set of teams here. Um, a lot of them, if not all of them, been around for just about ever. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. It's a long, uh, long all, franchise. They've all won. You know, you're not looking at a team that has won nothing. You know, they all won throughout their years. They all have Hall of Famers. I mean, they're, they got a big fan basis. Look at the Royals when they got good there. They, you know, you can finally see they wanted, you know, great oh, stadiums yeah. even if you want to go down to it. Great managers and stadiums. and Sure. You know, Sparky Lyles or Sparky, Sparky Anderson, I should say. And you got oh, yeah. that manager-wise. And stadiums, old Detroit Stadium and, you know, Kansas City's now, Kauffman Stadium and, you know, places like that. They have... You know, it's just great. Uh, even the Twins, you know, with the Metro uh, Metro Dome there. Yeah. Uh, for baseball was just always wacky, but um, just great history and and some really great names. And even there's even other names that left off somebody's list that are real great players. And if you're a fan of these teams, I mean, yeah, there's guys that you sure loved and wanted to watch and watch more of, and um, you know, you know them like the back of your hand. You know, oh yeah. These guys aren't here, you know. But um, yeah, great teams, great franchises. Um, and these were these were uh, overall all five of them pretty fun to put together. Yeah, I, I didn't have a like I said, it's kind of like the Rays last the last episode where I was like, uh, this is kind of ugly. <laughs> this yeah. team really hasn't been around long. But all these teams, I, I guess the Royals would be the newest um, out of the five, correct? I mean, the, all the other teams have been around. You know, some of the teams have been around since inception, just about. Yeah. So you know, um, even if the Twins were the Senators at one point or, or whatever, you know, the, the teams have been around. So. You know, there's there's a lot to like there if you're a fan of, you know, any of those five teams. There's a lot to uh, look back on fondly, yeah, you yeah. know. And there's uh, a lot of these teams are on the uh, coming up, you know, like you said, the Tigers. I mean, yeah. um, you know, like what you saw there, the, the Royals even gave her hell for a little bit this season. Oh, yeah, Salvador Perez had a historic season. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot of names on all these teams. You know, Twins just signed Buxton. Um, mm-hmm. There's some big names that could, you know, if they hang around long enough and, and stay healthy, they can, you know, Worked their way onto lists if they're not already. Salvador Perez and Miguel Cabrera, you know, guys already worked their way to lists. Right. Um, right. You know, there's more more work to be done. There's a lot of big names um, in our game um, now that are just you know historic for these for these franchises as well. Right. So to get into our last thing, you know, we got um, you know our, our normal trivia question. So historically, uh, it's never been official official by the MLB, mm-hmm. but it's about ninety eight percent official. Right. This trivia question. So, which player is most famously known slash rumored to be the MLB logo silhouette? It's something that you would think that every baseball fan should. You know, it's kind of like uh, the NBA logo. You, know, you kind of know who that, or generally, if you're a basketball fan, you know who it is. Yeah. So you think MLB, you'd be right there too. But yeah, and, and MLB always said, you know, it's not one guy; it's a mixture and stuff like that. But it's always been rumored and pretty much well known that it's. That you know, it's one guy, right? Um, and that player is Horman Killebrew. So just wanted to bring him up because we mentioned him already. So fit perfect with this with this uh, trivia question here or this uh, this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's just as important as the game itself, the players in it, is the logo, 
right. represents the league, right? Um, so Harmon Killebrew, like I said, not official official from the MLB, but, you know, rumored pretty much guaranteed. It was Harmon Killebrew as the official MLB logo to say you at, which is kind of weird. I mean, he is one of the epitome guys of how a baseball player and how an athlete and a professional and famous person should look. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of surprising. Yeah, that he's the you choice. don't think if you, if you took 50 guesses. I don't know if you'll ever get Harmon Killebrew. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you could look at someone of all-time, all-time, all-time great hitters. Mm-hmm. You know, Babe Ruth and guys like that. You'd think Harmon Killebrew, you know, what's he get the lowest batting average in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think he does, like 250-something. You know, you'd yeah. think, oh, man, that's somewhat surprising. Right, you know, right. But his off the field and, you know, and his, you know, being who he is on and off the field. Uh, at that time, was just um, the epitome of being how you're supposed to be. So right. I think that was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that's that's our trivia question. So it goes right along with our AL Central here, franchise teams. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, – thought that one made sense the most. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little something that people don't really know too much, but you think it kind of kind of seems simple, but you don't really right. know. So I thought that was, that was the main reason, too, why I wanted to bring it up. No, it's something I've heard in the past too, and I just—it's like I don't know why it's not part of my inherent baseball knowledge, where you just you just kind of know it right off your head. Um, probably because, like you said, that it's not official. Like like I alluded to earlier with with basketball being uh, Jerry West. Well, that's also come back up. Do we want to change it? Type thing. Yeah. I know Jerry West has said he wants to change it. Whatever. So it's you know the fact that it's not official. You're saying it's such and such person. I think that makes a difference. So yeah. people kind of well, like it's just. Guy A as the baseball yeah. player, you and know. That's the thing. I mean, when Harmon Kilbert passed away, you know, this whole thing got back, brought up, you know, brought back up again, and it was like they, it's pretty much Harmon Kilbert, right? But right. it was a, a mixture of guys. They said, and you know, you don't even know if he's righty or lefty technically by the logo, right? Yeah, you know, it kind of blends yeah. in that way. But you look at the way he kind of hit and, and stuff; it all kind of filtered down to Harmon Kilbert, and even kind of him, him himself, kind of I think felt it too that he kind of knew it was him. Mm. So that's kind of why it's. I don't even know if there's any second guy where you can kind of be like, oh, maybe it's him. I think it's always kind of been him. You know, maybe filter a couple of guys through there, but right. it's pretty well known who it is pretty much. So, mm. um, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty good one. goes right with our AL Central here and obviously being one of the all-time greats um, for his team and, uh, you know, one of those uh, really brute power hitters. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Know, he, he uh, I guess the logo makes more sense now. Yeah. baseball is now right Bruce strength strike out and just smash home runs yeah um so i guess it makes sense about now you know yeah you don't need rock crew being your logo because no one hits like that anymore so yeah it's true um but yeah that's 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 pretty much all i got here um i know there's other news mets new managers and stuff like that uh we'll get into a lot of that you know once we get to our out, uh, off-season uh recap and the lockout gets over um they did meet the player association in the league met for the first time that's um, good they didn't talk about major economic issues but they did meet for the first time also uh real quick that verlander deal got passed through the other day. yeah yeah it was like something it was last minute so it it, it got passed through it actually got passed through oh okay. the owners let it pass through oh, all right. in the middle of a lockout okay i thought that was pretty funny to see it also tells you um how concerned i think they are of a lockout because they just let a contract go through so i don't think they're too concerned right right i thought that was kind of funny um in a good way you know and also look at early free agency where all the money is spent. You don't spend all that money if you don't think you're going to get a season. Yeah, so right. So there's always some positive notes. And they met already. They know that I think it's it's end, mid-end of uh, December here. I think they know beginning to mid-January they have a deal. 
it's like nothing happened. You start getting pushed in the end of January. You start going, okay, we got to kind of figure this out. Right. So, but things are running in the right direction. Hall of Fame things getting voted on, and you know, there's a lot of stuff going around baseball. We just don't want to get into too too much of it. You know, leave it to an offseason recap, and especially with the lockout, it's it's not really the main concern. It seems like. Right. Right. So, yeah, so I mean, you know, we'll see what happens to lockout. I'm sure that you know we're, we're recording this uh, prior to Christmas, so I'm sure that we won't hear anything till the new year. Uh, maybe some rumblings, but I don't think there'll be anything concrete till then. You know, and then we'll see more signings. So it's hard to, you know, we can offer up some news that we've seen already, but it's hard to offer up any real predictions because there's still big free agents out there. So, um, so we have to wait on that. Wait for to see what the lockout and uh, just you know keep doing lists like this and watching the other sports that are on. So I'm not too concerned about the lockout. You know, you don't want it to ever be anything of concern, but I'm not, it doesn't seem like people are concerned about it. I'm not super concerned about it. And I think baseball will move on with the season, especially the fact that there was a huge loss of revenue coming in in 2020. I don't think they want to see another big loss of revenue. Um, if you're at least a smart, you know, financial person, if you don't have effort money. So, uh, but that's what I'm kind of thinking. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll come with a uh, new episode in two weeks. Probably, you know, it's going to end up just having to be, or it's just going to end up being probably after the uh, holiday season. So um, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're, you're celebrating, and a Happy New Year, because we won't be recording again for another two weeks. Um, so everyone enjoy, especially if you have time off from work or whatever you're doing, seeing family, uh, opening gifts, eating, whatever you do. Uh, enjoy that, and uh, we will be back as we are currently doing, and we'll have an AL West all-time list for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, you know, I uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year. We'll be back in two weeks. And, well, yeah, you, like I said, you get to the AL West, um, another one with some super franchises there, um, and some lighter ones, Seattle, you know, lighter franchise, but still has some great talent, just not as deep right. in the history of the game. But, um yeah, we're excited for the AL West. And like I said, you know, we wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, just kind of waiting for the baseball to give us the good news. Yeah. So, um, other than that, that's that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got too. So if you want, uh, we can wrap this one up and, uh, and sh- you know, send everyone off uh, into the holidays. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening all year if you're one of our longtime viewers. Uh, you can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMikeLaprie. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLaprie. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.